favorite season. So if you're looking for some merch, check your girl. Support the She Gets It podcast by getting you some merch. You know what I'm saying? You get some merch. You support. You get a little something, something out of it. You become a representative of affiliate for She Gets It podcast. And I have sweatshirts on there, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you need is on the She Gets It shop. Shop with Teespring. I'll go ahead and put the link up. Let's get back to the show. What's up, y'all? If you're looking for more She Gets It footage and feedback and one-on-ones and early 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 episode drops to get a sneak peek on it please sign up for www.patreon.com slash big s big h big e gets it pod okay i'm on patreon okay hit me up get on there would love to hear from you get more feedback about what my number one listeners want to listen to. I appreciate you. Peace. All right, this is episode 39, season seven. Welcome to She Gets a Podcast. I have a special guest for you guys. This episode, we're talking about Stop Sparing Feelings with Liquor Talk Podcast. We have Victor here. I'm going to just call him Vic because I like Vic. <laughs> and um, I just feel like... I need to introduce him and his show to any of my listeners or any other podcasters that don't know because I went through a lot of his topics and it's very similar to like things I would talk about or things I would make a topic. So I'm just like, okay. Oh I was like, I gotta have one. So um, this episode, I wanna talk to him about his show and then we're gonna go right into uh, talking about sparing feelings. Um, Liquor Talk Pod is, uh, it's very, I feel like, universal to everyone, um, adulting-wise, and the Liquor Talk is very um, funny to me because things happen when liquor is involved with me. So, (laughs) I feel like when I talk, I talk like people would talk on liquor all the time. Where I very I I'm just very open and I share whatever. Um, so welcome to She Gets It, Vic. Um, tell us about your show. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me on your show. You know what I'm saying? Um, look at talk. We just keep it real. It's basically grown folks talk, grown folks conversations, real conversations, dope conversations. Nothing's off limits. And uh, yes, we do pull up the liquor, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, the more liquor you drink, the better the podcast sounds. And you're going to get something from it. And it's just a very good vibe. We have very dope vibes, you know what I'm saying? You can follow us on our podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. And I'm also looking forward to having a Shannon on next month, you know what I'm saying? So, so we'll be there. <laughs> so um, tell me about Liquor Talk and where the name came from. Like, when you were thinking about podcast names, why that name? This name, actually, it came from, like, my last year of college um, when I was at FAMU, and this all came about because I was just in my dorm, actually in my apartment at the time, just some there playing, playing 2K on my Xbox. I was getting drunk. And also, I just started having thoughts on my mind and stuff. So I started recording them on Snapchat and people started cracking up about them. And then fast forward to when I graduated, 
moved to Tampa, started doing them on a regular basis on Snapchat. And then I looked in the podcast. I said, huh, I heard one or two of them. I said, I could do this. Right. And then next thing you know, I formed the team and we just called it Lip and Talk, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you have some really thoughts that come out that, that sober you is not going to bring out. But you on a shot of some liquor, or some dark liquor, or a couple glasses of wine, oh, you start telling it yeah, all. You know so that that's what the name Look It's All came from. Okay. Um, let's see. Did you listen to podcasts before you start podcasting? Or was it like something that was completely new? To uh, I li- it, was, it was new, but I listened to a few of them. I think I listened to like the Joe Budden podcast. I listened to Joe Rogan podcast to just get an idea of what I want to talk about and stuff. And the main thing was, you know what? I definitely could see myself doing this because it's just like you stand up there having a conversation with somebody new and then right. two years later, we just doing this thing. And I would say season two, we really took off. You know what I'm saying? Just I figured out technology and now I'm talking to people from all across the country. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting part for me is being able to talk to people in Austria, being able to talk to people in Japan. And I'm just like, so you mean to tell me out of everybody you over here listening to my show? <laughs> Listen, I thought that same way when somebody in Australia DM'd me like, hey, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm in Australia. I'm like, Australia? Right. Right, it's, it's cool. You listen to me cut a fool in Australia. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> right. Um, what does podcasting mean to you personally? Podcasting means for me a place where I can just use my voice, where I could really do what I really want to do and use my gifts to where I feel the need to use them because I, I have I have a call center job, the nine to five job, but I really can't use my voice. But on my podcast, I can use the voice to be me, you know, so I can just cut loose and just be myself, you know what I'm saying? And also just to, you know, it's just that mental release from the bullshit that's going on in the world, you know what I'm saying? Just so some way just to sit down and pod with somebody just for a little bit of time can just take your mind off all the BS going on in the world. That's exactly why I do it. It's, a, it's like escape, but I can always create because I always have something that's like sitting on my head. Um, if you could sum up your show in three words, what would they be? Dope ass vibes. <laughs> what is your liquor of choice? Uh, the liquor of choice, it was Hennessy until Quavo said we need to stop drinking Hennessy. I think I think I'm, um, I think it's the Martell, the dark liquor. That's that's the liquor choice of liquor talk. But but keep in mind, we be on everything. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just just about dark liquor. We be on everything. Some weeks we struggle with some wine. Some weeks is no. Now I will tell y'all this that lately it's been no wine because no liquor because I'm just doing um doing episodes um digitally. Not I'm not doing episodes in person. Now, if we're in person, that's when the look coming out. But if it's not in person, then I ain't getting drunk in the house by myself. <laughs> Listen, I stay away from the ground because it gives you souvenirs. And those souvenirs talk back for at least 18 plus. Stop! Damn, really? <laughs> You're the second person I've heard to say that they don't do ground, they do clear. Because somebody that's going to be on my podcast on the episode coming out on Sunday, this Sunday, um, she was like, 
oh, I don't do brown either because of fireball. I was like, damn, really? <laughs> I mean, I it's not the taste that I don't mind. It's the aftermath of what takes place. And I'm just like, no, can't do another one of these again. So, <laughs> I mean, my kids are cute, but I don't want no more. Um, <laughs> have you ever had a guest on your show and then when you had them on there you just thought to yourself like oh hell no like has it ever happened uh, I've had a few on I've had a few that were like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning them and I'm like I'm not really feeling their vibe I even had one that didn't charge their phone I'm just like yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm not having you on again because you don't have the respect for me to make sure your items are charged. And then one business owner who's kind of talking, I'm like, you should be, I'm not feeling his energy about his business. He's not, yeah. I'm not feeling his passion about it. So, well, it was like one of those one word answer things. Yeah. Like people like that, um, I, I did like different segments and things in the past. And I'll ask people specifically if they want to do the show because I like their energy. I don't like people to assume that everybody can be on a show because not everybody can relate in a way where they're not physically in front of a person and catch a vibe. So when you hear them talk, it's just very like, yes, no. Like, yeah. I am not holding you. And back. I lot. And I've I've had other podcasters um in other groups that want to come on, and I play their podcast. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head. I know my audience. Mm -hmm. Do they really want to hear me converse, converse with this person? Right. Very dry. So it's like you have to catch a vibe from a person in order for it to work. Um, is pork on your fork or no? Mm, I've been cutting back on pork, so I would say no. Nah. Okay. Had to give you an out-the-box question real quick. <laughs> um, what's, one, one. what's one of your pet peeves about uh, podcasting? It could be something uh, you dealt with. It could be something you've heard on other podcasters that you're like, man, I hate when they do this. One thing I would say I've heard about other podcasts is... I hate when they're just dry. They're just, they're just dull. They, they're not really exciting. I, I need to get some excitement. You know what I'm saying? Crack a joke or something. Goodness. Right. They're just so NPR-ish. No. I listen to podcasts that had good topics, but their voice irritates me to the point where I'm just like, I can't do it. Or their sound is horrible to the point where I'm listening, but I can't get past what they need to fix because I know what I do and I know what I would have fixed before putting it out, but they just left it as is. And it's hard when other people talk over other people because then I get uninterested in hearing what it is because I feel like I'm in the middle of an argument trying to like catch points. So um, yeah, definitely. Um, how do you keep your topics fresh? Uh, I listen to other pod. I I be active in them Facebook groups and stuff. I'll be active on Instagram. I'll be like, what are they talking about? And also, I'll be doing my research about what's going on social media. What are they talking about as well? I definitely be pulling topics from other podcasts around, but I spin it in a way that where you think I'm copying from somebody else's podcast. 
I think the best podcasts actually do their research. Um, yeah. I hate for a podcast to be on the same mainstream topic as the last 10 that I listened to. So um, that's what I really liked about your topics. They were like, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, yeah, I, I you know, I had similar thoughts about something else. So I'm just like, okay. I was like, he's going to be good at this. Um, my next question for you is, if you could make a living off of podcasting that made you and your family comfortable, where do you see you yourself going with your podcast? Is it A, a live audience? Is it B, TV? And is it C, still your own set, your zone, and you doing it solo? It's a combination of all three. I'm just going right. to uh, be honest with you. It's a combination of all three because I want to do it live mm -hmm. and then I want to have some episodes where we just chilling mm -hmm. and then then have some episodes where we live and, and there are some episodes where I'm on score, where I'm doing this in, either in front of people or at somebody else's studio. Like, I'd be, hell, I'd be where you at right now, partnering with you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you, have you watched the show, The Shop, on um, HBO? Yeah, I've seen that. You know, I wouldn't mind having a Yeah, I like that setup. That setup was cool. Um, I definitely like that setup. And I also like the setup of Drink Champs. It's all come on Revolt as well. Yeah, I catch that's, um, um, episodes on you. That's Nore and Ebro. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I think it's DJF, and I think it is, and, and um, Nore. I think it's those two on, um, they got the drink champs. I sound like that setup as well. Mm -hmm. It's really cool and laid back. So before we get into the topic, can you drop your handles, Twitter, IG, how people can reach you and find your show? Okay, on Twitter, it's simple as Real V Jones. On Instagram, if you want to talk to me personally, it's um, Real V Jones as well. But if you want to talk to me through my podcast page, it's Liquor Talk Podcast. Um, Facebook is Victor Jones. Um, also, PayPal, if you feel generous, PayPal is Liquor Talk, one word. Um, Liquor Talk, you can find a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts at, we're, we're everywhere. Good stuff. Check them out, people. All right. So you ready to talk about sparing feelings? Ooh, let's do it. And I kind of got this from one of the episodes you were talking about um, where y'all were talking about people not really presenting themselves in an honest way during sexual acts. And you don't say what you're thinking or what you feel like doing because you're trying to quote-unquote spare feeling. And I think not telling people what they need to hear is what's messing it up for the next person. And that could be the next person at a job. That could be the next person in a relationship. That could be the next family member to, I guess, not have a good situation because this person don't know how to communicate properly. And I just want you to name some instances where people spare too many feelings. I know one jobs number one it's like if that supervisor ain't doing a good job then you need to let that supervisor know you suck yeah. or you need to let this lead know that hey they're bugging you too much you know what I'm saying you need to let people know jobs are number one if somebody did a piss poor job of training or this ain't what you signed up for then you need to stop sparing feelings you know what I'm saying 
And also, I will say in relationships as well, because sometimes people will go out that way because they just happen to be with this person because they don't have the confidence in themselves to be like, hey, I can get somebody else if this doesn't work. They don't have it in themselves person, hey, I don't like doing this. That's why you'll see a lot of men that are just like, oh, going with the flow. But if you ask them how they really feel, they're miserable, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to admit that they're just, you know, showing off. They just want to have, they just want to have the eye candy, you know what I'm saying? And they just want to pay that price instead of being themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't want a man to tell me he likes something on me if he doesn't like it. I would rather you tell me you don't like it. And if I'm asking you an opinion about something that I want to do or something I'm wearing, obviously I respect you a lot because I really don't care to ask anybody about something I'm wearing. Um, one of the instances where I think people spare too many feelings is when people owe you money. Ooh, yes. When people owe oh, you people money. will go ghost on you if you owe them money. They will go ghost. Listen. I'm... And then tell you, oh, you should come through to the barbecue. Fuck your barbecue. Where is my money? Like, ain't Where's no hot barbecue, money. bitch. Right. I know you ain't hosting this barbecue. You owe me money. Nah. Right. You better have my money. No, fuck that. I want a, I want a cash app. Hey, you better cash app me right now, motherfucker. Right. If I show up to your barbecue. <laughs> um, you got to pay for my appearance if you owe me some money. Right. Or uh, people that try to pay, uh, pay you back in sexual favors. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Just run me my coin. Nah, nah, because hey, it ain't it ain't gonna be good knowing that you just you know there was a scene in a movie. I think there was a scene in a movie where she was like, "Oh, I pay you a sexual. I I really need this." And then they show her laying down, and she just not even enjoying it. I'm like, damn, she just laying there. I'm like, um, <laughs> another instance where people uh, spare too many feelings is when. You might be the boss or the owner of a job and you try to be the great friend and put your friends on and they stay showing up late because of who you are. It, it oh. shouldn't be that's, oh, that's how he is. It should be, you respect my business. You understand this is like, this is a business and you show up on time or you don't, you're not here. And I think um, that's when a lot of people say, oh, you can't do um, business with family, but every other culture does business with family just fine. I think it's just, I guess, black culture, we have this thing where we feel like you should ease up on me because we family, or it should be like family over everything. And it can't be family over everything because when you go to the beauty supply store, they hire their own. Even mm -hmm. if it's a product, they hire their own. When you go to the um, bodega, they hiring their own. So it's yeah. kind of like you can do business with family. It's just you have to have you can. boundaries. See, they put that lie in our heads to separate the black community. They put that lie in our heads, you know what I'm saying? So and it's like, I feel like if we're family or friends and you see how hard I'm going for this, you should match my energy, you know what I'm saying? If you can't, you got to leave because... I'm doing a disservice to you as a friend or as a family if I'm, not, if I'm not putting my foot down. Like, no, it ain't gonna be no, oh, it's just how it is. No, you gonna show up on time or you just not gonna have a job. Right. And, and I'm still, I still come back and love you, but no, it's like, 
if you mad with me, then you ain't a real friend because real friends are gonna hold each other accountable. Like, no, you supposed to be my dog. You you say you're gonna do this. Nah, I need you to come through. Fuck that. And can we can we talk about that though? A little segue with friends that wanna be cool with you until you disagree with something that they're doing. Like if I can't honestly disagree with something you're doing and I'm like, oh, I'm not cool anymore or I'm not um, that close. And that's not real friendship. Right, because I I don't want friends around me that can't call me out. That's going to make me a better person. Like, I want you to be able to call me out. I want you to be doing something better that I can learn from you. And I need to be doing something that you can learn from me from. We can't all be on the same level liking each other's everything and not correcting anything and that is what a friendship is it's building you to be better um in every way and a lot of people like that one-sided mess where oh you're supposed to agree with me you're supposed to have my back not if you're wrong no no i heard i heard something about young dog he said straight up on this interview he said he'll cut his homeboys off if they not take care of their kids i felt that you know so i'm like yeah. you know I, what i, I really I felt that, you know what I'm saying? No, because that's that shows you that if you're going to be my friend, you're going to be acting right as well because, you know what I'm saying? That may, because your fuck up is shining on me because they're going to look at me like, how can you associate with this person when they, um, they're not doing right? And also, um, you also, you are what you attract, you know what I'm saying? If you hang around people that are idiots, guess what people going to assume about you? They're going to assume you're an idiot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to think like that about one of my kids' dads. I'm just like, how can you wake up every morning, not worry, not check, not know, not nothing? And you around friends that I know of that take care of their kids. Whenever they go on vacation, they take their kids and you just absent-minded to yours. And I'm just like, when you have friends like that around, you have to really question if they're really your friends or they just want you around because they can use you for something because they know you don't they have probably use them for something yeah they know you don't have shit they know that you need them more than they need you and they know that you just you're not gonna make them level up but they could basically keep you under them and i'm just like you gotta question that stuff and that's how that's what i think makes people better in life and, um, yeah, it's like Insecure. I, was, I don't know if you watched the show Insecure or not, but it's like when Issa started leveling up, Molly didn't know how to handle her. And that shows that Molly was a sorry friend, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, as a friend, I want you. You should want me to be at my best. You should want me to do better. Or you should not be trying to feel like you should be better than me. No, it's not no competition. It's we don't eat in different love areas, you know what I'm saying? And if we just have to be in the same field, we're going to eat together, you know what I'm saying? We're going Because iron supposed to strike for iron. She was trying to cut her down whenever she would achieve shit. I'm just like, well, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly um, what it is. Another instance where we shouldn't spare feelings, and I don't care who hears this family who's out of pocket, especially if they're considered an elder. Thank you. <laughs> Listen. Listen, my I mom, like you can, my but... mom for, the, for the last couple of years, my mom's been wondering, why don't you go around the family? Why don't you go around the family? Because if one of my family members, one of the elders of the family got something to say about my weight again. Yeah. Listen, and black people, you gain so much weight is not the first thing that needs to come out your mouth when you see somebody. 
Yeah. You need to be happy that they're here, that they're here, and they come to see you, that they didn't get shot in the head by damn cops, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not no, oh, you didn't gain, you didn't spread my feelings when you said that about me, so why do I need to spread my feelings about you when I tell you how I really feel about you? Right. When you take it up the notch and you have a Caribbean mom, she'll actually tug on the parts that she's questioning you about. Ma'am! <laughs> Back up. But, uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate the slick comments that come out of their mouth. Um, them always wanting to know when you're going to have some kids or when you're going to get married. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I got it. Oh, it's not hey, man, we going to be a girl. You know what I'm saying? I have at one way. And they were like, oh, we ain't going to ever do this again because so-and-so knows. I said, one of your cousins going to get married. I'm like, oh, the cousin that's popping out another nigga, baby, but that, but that didn't get a ring put on? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Come on. Um, the I could be. That's the reason I have. I've been staying distant from my family because yeah. I have, ever since I moved to my own place, I've been very distant from them because it's like I know the asshole me is eventually gonna come out and they are not gonna like it. But it 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 doesn't even have to be the asshole you. It could be just you wanting to be treated with some respect. Like, why do I have mm -hmm. to allow you to disrespect me for an elder to feel comfortable? Like, no. when is it my age to be respected? Yeah, at what age am I? Because how am I supposed to be the man of this family when I can't even get people to respect me? You know what I'm saying? Because, no. Yeah. So and also you don't need that toxic um that toxic vibes because that's bad for your mental health as well. And it's like some of our family members they don't get that. Sometimes I wish my mother would get that. Like, no, mom, if you want to go sim, go ahead. But I'm still keeping my distance because my mental saying my mental my mental is not in the right place right now because of all this shit going on. So and I, I don't need family members coming in being on that bullshit. Yeah, I I stay on my own island also in my house. I, this family I haven't seen in years that live in the same state, and I don't care. Like, I don't vibe with you. You know that. I know it. So Listen, my family is literally, uh, literally across across the bridge, and I rarely can even go. You know. <laughs> um, what's another instance where people spare too many feelings? Bad sex. Oh yes. If you want to please me, and I am verbally. Um, uh, physically showing you that you're not doing something correct. I should be able to say that without your feelings being hurt. And, and you should want to ask me if you're doing something correctly. Because not every man likes the same thing. Not every woman likes the same thing. And a lot of men and women think like it's the same for everybody and it's not. It's really not. And listen, as a man, listen, I don't got, to, I don't got, I don't got my fun. I had to have a woman tell me some things about sex. I was like, you know what? See, two things. One, I need to get brother, and two, you just not the woman I need to be fucking. Yeah. It's just that. And and you will find that out too because some some men are gonna ask you to do some things, or you just like, you know what? That's below the level that I will stoop. So, um, <laughs> and you just thought it. Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's, that's not your person. But it's not telling them that you're not a man or you're not worthy of. No, you should go find your person that wants to do that. Because there's a lot of women out here who want to suck men's toes and, and, and put things in places and be like, 
you know, be. No, hell no. Listen, listen, listen I, I, I heard that. Doing it, I'm still straight. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, okay. If that works for you, okay, cool. So, um, listen, I heard some stories about women in, in Atlanta that demanded men do that. I said, look, if that was meant to be done, then why the hell would the Most High give me the the business, not you, you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be giving it to you, not the other way around, no. I don't get down like that. There's a lot going on in the sexual land of things. Um, I don't spare feelings on bad breath, especially with friends. My kids tell me when my breath stinks. I tell my mother when her breath stinks. It's not about hurting your feelings. It's about, I don't want you to walk up in a stranger's face and your breath stinks. I don't want you to go to school and your breath is stinking and you just got up. Like, you listen, to make sure your breath is fresh. So I'll, listen, all I gotta do is just, I'm gonna slip you some gum be like, take this, take take, take you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna slip you all, like, uh, like, I'm gonna slip you one of them little Listerine packs, that little Listerine thing you stick on your tongue. I'm gonna hang, I'm hanging with them breath strips. I'm gonna like, hey, here you go, man, listen, here you go. Right. Just, just, That's the one thing I do like about these masks is, all the people that thought people was just being petty, they get to smell their own breath now. Yes. We are now here. You understand me. Handle that. Um, and it ain't nothing wrong, FYI, um, advice, having some mouthwash in your car. Ain't nothing Ooh. wrong with having a bottle of mouthwash in your car. You just never know. See, I, I keep the breath strips and I keep the gum in my car, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, because you whenever because you never know who you're gonna meet, and especially especially when you're on a date with somebody, you definitely gotta keep popping them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um bad head. Ooh. It's like, how would you define bad head? It's it's personal. Like the person that's doing it, if they're not doing it to what your needs are, then you need to be able to tell them to stop. And later on, y'all can discuss, show, um, and teach how that needs to be done. But I don't think today enough people stick around long enough to even care to teach people how to do that. And I, I had a discussion with an ex where we were like talking about what we liked. And he was like, I think you just difficult. I think if I like you and I'm attracted to you and you like me, we should be able to just do it. And it, that should be it. I said, that's not how it works. Like you have to feed me mentally and be able to do things up until we actually do it for me to even want to be there or else I'm going to think about something else just to get through it. So with, with that being said, he was like, you just difficult. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be difficult over here and you gonna be just slanging and banging and deucing with whoever you need to do that way. But you, I'm not, that's not how I eat. You can't feed me that way. <laughs> and I just wish more people would have that conversation. 
it's just that's understood that's understood that not everybody's the same you know what i'm saying not everybody gets down like that not everybody's down for the quickies and stuff man right i've had to learn that too and also what i've learned is the person really likes you and you don't want to give it up on the first night they'll stick around but that'll tell you whether or not that will tell you whether or not somebody really likes you or not if you don't give it up on the first night they still continue the conversation they really like you because nowadays I never experienced like a one night stand because I never understood it. It's it's too risky. I don't know you. Um, I need to get to know like even people you like to be around just to get a sense of who the hell you are. So yeah, when I when I had a D and D last year, um, just a person that's just dig me down. Don't call me. I don't need to talk to you all day. We don't need to date. You know why I'm here. That person. The first time I went to his place, he kind of was wondering why I didn't want to fuck him. And I'm just like, I mean, I would like to, but today just not going to be your day. He was like, well, aren't you grown? I said, yes. He was like, don't you like me? I said, yeah. He was like, but I don't understand. I'm just like, well, I don't know. I can't help you. I mean, maybe a different time, but not, it ain't gonna be today. He was like, all right, cool. And we just chilled. He wasn't like, he didn't have an attitude. He was really cool. And then the second time I went over there, then we did our thing. But my um, interest was lower. So it kind of like, it lost momentum the second time I went over there. So I kind of felt like, um, I should have done it the first time when I went over there, but then again, that's just not my personality. I'm, I've never done that with somebody just initially. So I was just like, nah. So I don't know. It's different with different people. You catch a vibe it, from some people and some people you don't. So. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. You know what I'm saying? Some people you catch a vibe that it's going to happen and some people yeah. uh, you just... And also, it's like, if you, but if you pick that person's interest in other areas, then they'll definitely keep it to keep you around not think about that, you know? Hell yeah. But obviously, the interest may have went up some if you did it, you know what I'm saying? Because usually if it goes down, then you're not even thinking about going there with them. I mean, the interest was still there, but it like the the feeding was more like if we both went out to eat and we've never been there before this man enjoyed himself and i left there i could still eat something you know what i'm saying oh so he wasn't really considerate of that view it wasn't even like he wasn't considerate of it he did everything he thought a woman would want again not asking um and he thought he delivered and it was like he got fed and I, I was basically just sitting there waiting for my meal to come to the plate and it didn't. So. Oh, damn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's why telling people what they need to do works out better. Now, as, as a man, I, I would not sit there in front of, if as a man, I would not be sitting right there eating. I'd be like, I'll I share mine before I just let you sit there and just starve. Yeah. No, I'm going to share mine, but, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I don't, you you can't do nothing for me. And then I knew he was temporary, so I didn't really care to teach him how I like to be fed. So I'm just like, okay, you, you like a moment.
then that was over and I was over it. Um, bad hygiene is another one. Don't spare feelings. You can't be grown and I can't be looking in your ears and your ears is clean. Your fingernails can't be dirty. Um, I don't want to have to tell you when you need to take a shower. Um, I shouldn't smell you as a grown man. Like there's... Oh, that's the worst. Listen, I remember I had jury duty with somebody. Oh, somebody showed up, didn't take a bath. I could, I could smell them in Orlando. That's how funky they were. And the person was always trying to come up and talk to me. I'm like, bruh, if you don't get some deodorant or get the fuck away from me. Listen, I know what that's Please. Like. I lived in New York. And when you see a clear car on a train and empty with hella seats and there's one person, there's a reason why there's one person. Don't even go Ooh. in there. Just go to the train car that's full because that smell is not, it's not breathable. You're going to stifle in there. So I already know how that is. Um, another instance where feelings are spared and they shouldn't be is when a relationship is over and people don't want to be mean. Look, if a relationship's over, just lay it all out. Let's just go ahead and get the closure. Let's just lay it all out. Tell me what I need to tell me what I, help me improve for the next woman because clearly you're not the next woman. So help me improve and I'm gonna help you improve for the next man. And that's what I'm talking about. The conversation is not being had. And I think some people blatantly step out of their relationship without ending it to get somebody to have their feelings hurt enough to leave. And a lot of people stay because they don't give a fuck about you wanting a different relationship, but you can't be direct. So you you rather cheat within this relationship because you don't want to tell this person that it's been a wrap for, for years. Mm-hmm. Like you have some a- people will stay in a like I said, some people, if they have kids together, some people will stay in that relationship just for the kids, you know what I'm saying? Just to give the kids a two-parent household. No. You're not kids happy, you're not happy. That. Kids can tell when you're faking. Mm-hmm. And you're not helping them because you're teaching them to put up with certain behavior from different individuals that they shouldn't have to put up with. So you're not really helping. And I, I, I agree with you. A lot of people are there for the image of something working when it really doesn't. I've, I've just never seen or felt like it was important to fake the funk for kids because I want my kids to see, hey, maybe your parents are better people separately. And it doesn't mean we're less of your mom or less of your dad separately. We just not this. This is just not what it is. So yeah, that's um, that's a dumb way to go. (laughs) (laughs) I think when, when we aren't honest, no matter, what we allow, bad behavior, um, and things will just continue. And this is why I hate the phrase, kill them with kindness. Because if someone is being a dick, if someone is being a bitch, if someone is not worthy of my giving and my, um, my compromising, why am I giving them this? Because that's me telling them like, hey, you can act like that and you're still gonna get good things. You can do this to people and you're still gonna receive good things in return. When if you just match their energy and you treat them how they're treating other people, then that's when the lessons will come in. 
And I think a lot of people who are spiteful, that use people, um, they never learn their lesson because people are thinking they could kill them with kindness. And a lot of people live off of the fact that if they keep treating you like shit, you're gonna keep treating them. And it's, it's the wrong type of message that you're sending. If people are treating you lesser, lesser than you deserve, you need to completely cut that the fuck off. That's why you have a lot of women here in Atlanta who think they can fake their hair, fake their lashes, fake their face, fake their bodies, and get these men to go buy them a Chanel purse in the same day, which will happen. But this next man over here that has great credit, that has goals in life, that owns a business, that actually works hard for his money, he's gonna take your ass out for a dinner. And it might not be at a four-star restaurant, but because you've been dealing with other chumps that feel like they can sell you an image, you feel like that's what you're supposed to get every time. Because you want a bag from Saks today and I'm not buying you that shit, you think that I'm less of a man and that's not what it is. It's the reality of the situation. If I know I'm a good man and I know that I'm gonna treat a lady as she should be treated respectfully and things she's going to get from me are going to be effort driven, it's going to be deserved. I'm just not gonna be giving you buku dollars and materialistic shit just because you And a lot of women here, they screw over the men who actually want to engage them in the manner that they should. And they go for the chunks because they want that materialistic shit. And I'm just like- The materialistic shit that ain't gonna last. Yeah, your book, your, your purse probably costs a good six grand, but you ain't got shit in it. What the hell you got it on your arm for? I'd Because me as a man that wants to get to know you and if we go in places, I'd rather invest six grand into your business and help you get you things that you need for your business right. to help you make some money, you know what I'm saying? Make some long-term money or something like that. But a lot of women, even women down here in Florida, don't think like that. They they want the niggas with all the money that want to, that they just want to throw it at them, you know what I'm saying? Nah. That's crazy. They don't want the corporate thugs. <laughs> and I like, I don't mind a man that works corporate. You can still work your nine to five and still do your goals around your nine to five. It's, mm -hmm. it's all about your mentality and your goals that you have. And they try to downplay men who may work a corporate job where you don't know why I'm working this corporate job. You don't know if I have a business online. I know a lot of men who have degrees work a um, corporate job because they have good benefits and insurance, use that insurance, still have a um, online business that's pulling in at least 25K a month. And when you look at them, you think, oh, they just work at this corporate job. No, they got other shit going on. And it's just because women try to downplay a man that spends his shit wisely, invests his money into himself, that they try to downplay him like they're not doing something at the rate that they think they're supposed to be doing it. And I'm just like, y'all missing the whole goal and going for the shit that ain't gonna mean shit. See, I'm glad you get it, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of women don't get it. I'm just like, I can't. I will not raise my daughters like that. 
Like a lot of these men that could buy you dresses and purses and take you on vacation. They got the money to spend because they worked the years to have the money to spend, to have the money to waste. And they really don't have anything else to give you. And they really feel like you're not worth anything else but them getting you shit. And sometimes I think those women do benefit those men as in looking at what women I have and the things that I have. But realistically, he don't give a fuck about what you got going on. And I don't know. I think I think different people feed different people a different way. That's just not how I want to be fed. Like I need to like my man at when he doesn't have shit and I still want to be around you and when you have good things and I can make you better with the things that I bring to the table. A lot of these women ain't bringing nothing to the table but these titties that was paid for by the next man. I just think we need to stop sparing people's feelings and really tell them what it is and and save society in the mix because the next generation is looking at what these women are getting, acting a certain way, looking a certain way, and um, the males too. Instead of, listen, I had an ex tell me that he had to stop talking to a girl because her credit was good, she didn't do anything she was supposed to do, and she was just too good for him. I said, sir, you're getting yeah, older. I, 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 I'm like, that's what you want. I said, you're getting that's older, it. not younger. So, so what you want? You want a, a woman that don't have nothing, that's full of drama, that's banging down your door at 1 a.m., keying up your car? Like, what are you looking for? I'm just like, you want a woman that's doing good for herself and super humble. Because that woman's gonna make you better. Listen. Shit, if I had that woman right now, man. He said I had a breakup with her because she was too good for me. I'm too much of. Well, he was like, I ain't shit. So he was like, I had to let her go. I was like, you know what? I kind of respect you for knowing that about yourself, but at the same time, that's a that's a big loss for you. That is because you gotta, because some women will make you step your game up, you know what I'm saying? Because if you get that woman like that, that'll make you get on your shit and really grind and step your game up, keep her around because eventually she's gonna find somebody else if you're not stepping up. And what I've noticed if she sees the effort and she sees you trying, someone will, they'll help you and then someone will stick around and, like I said, help you to get you to that point of where you're on that same level where you're balling now. Y'all together. Key that you said, if they see the effort. A lot of these men don't want a good woman because they don't want to put in the effort that it will take to go ahead and match match what she's giving. And it, it's just sad because some people are just comfortable being just. And I think that if you can honestly say that's where you want to stay and that's where you want to be at, do it. But what really gets under my skin is people who benefit off of people wanting to be better and wanting to help them be better and they milk the shit knowing that they have no goals for them and that's where it gets very selfish so all i can say is stop sparing people's feelings be honest tell them what they need to hear and if that's not a situation for you if that's not the goal for you then throw the deuces any last words for you bitch (laughs) listen 
you can't spare the feelings, you know what I'm saying? Because if you spare the feelings, you're hurting the person. You're not helping them. So let them have it. We ain't got time. <laughs> we ain't got time. 2020 is on fire. It stinks. Um, there's a lot of uh, people out here think they rich with a $1,200 check. We just, you know, we just have to be using our times wisely. And um, this is not the time to be sparing nobody's feelings out here. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for caring, man. Because I don't know what else to tell them. <laughs> 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 Thank you.